peace and blessings. My name is Omar J. De Jesus, and I'm the host of Second Chance, Voices of the Unheard. My podcast talks about the second chance people received after doing time in an institution, innocent or guilty, by changing a poisonous narrative of prisoners' perception. For the most part, people returning to society are outcasted. So my job is to give people an opportunity and a platform to tell their stories. Everybody deserves a second chance. So today I want to I want to talk about something that's very prevalent in our community. I even experienced it numerous occasions. I also inflicted it on people on numerous occasions and I totally do not agree with it anymore because I am in a different mind state in a mind, a different space now in comparison to when I was younger and didn't really had no regards for life. Um so I'm I'm talking about the 16-year-old young lady that got killed um on the corner of East 156 and St. Anne's. Such a tragedy. Such a tragedy. That honestly hurted my feelings, hurted me, my soul. You know, we see it time and time again in our communities. But there need to be a time when this has to cease. People are losing their life to stupidity, ignorance, and negligence of people behind these shootings. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing this brother or belittling this brother because I was no different than this young man. But looking at it from a different perspective, from where I stand in life, where my morals and values and principles stand, and my ideas on what I and how I see life, It's terrible. People are in bad shape, man. The, the, the city is spiraling out of control with this gun violence. It's too much nonsense going on. Innocent people are dying. It just, it doesn't make sense. I don't know how it's going to make sense. It would never make sense because there's just not enough going on. What I mean is, yes, there are systems in place that can help but we got to do a better job as a community the reason why I say that is because we failed because when I was coming up as a young man the community disciplined a child when they did wrong they had the green light to do that right and when you get home there was more discipline waiting for you because your mother was aware or your father or your parents in general if you had two parents what what were aware of what occurred and now you have an ass whooping coming and that's what that'll be your second ass whooping because your first ass whooping was Miss Jones that caught you out out of pocket you know and and it's funny because Miss Jones did whip my ass when I was a kid and I respect that to the fullest because it helped shape me and 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 it became the person I am today because of the discipline. Yes, I was out of pocket when I was younger. But I'm a good kid and you know everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm a good person, you know. So things happen. We all make bad choices in life. I just hope something good come out the situation and let me explain. There will be nothing good coming out the situation because both people lost. 
someone lost their life and someone lost their freedom. What this kid needs to do is dig deep into who he is. And it may sound corny to some, and for some, they would understand where I'm coming from. Do a lot of introspection because he's going to have a lot of time to think about what he did because it was senseless. Like I said, I'm no better than his brother. I'm not belittling. I, I know how he feels. I was in his shoes. The only difference is that my situation had different technicalities. I didn't I didn't do nothing to no innocent bystander. But I went to prison for murder. And I'm not glorifying it, but I'm look I'm just want to speak from his perspective if I could. And highlight our systems that's broken because I have first-hand experience with the justice system. You know, that's one thing no one can take away from me, and I'm not proud of it, but it showed me a lot of things that I wasn't aware of in my life. So, yes, I want to talk about this 16-year-old young lady that innocently got killed, and I want to read an article on her because... I want to dedicate today's show to that topic, stopping the violence, but specifically more to the people that are suffering in a community behind ignorance, negligence, and stupidity. Because discipline starts at home. So if we're not doing a good job as parents, your child is going to fail you. We got to do a better job as a parent. We got to do better jobs at being parents. And whoever is being in this child life got to get a hold of these children. There's too much innocent people dying and there's too much stupid shit going on out here. You got to get a hold of your children. And it's sad because it's someone just walking home from school. This is why we got to get a hold of our children. Be real with yourself. If your child is at risk of doing some serious stuff. As a parent, you gotta know when you gotta cross that line and get a hold of your child or someone that don't care about your child will get a hold of him or he'll get a hold of them. And it'll be some serious stuff going on. So we gotta prevent these things from occurring. Some of these programs need to go into these projects and reach these kids. Stop being afraid. Let's go up into the projects and get the kids. Talk to them. You know what I'm saying? We we just we just a, a community of fear. And we should because these kids are reckless. They don't care. But 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 if we're gonna start walking this walk, we gotta start talking it. Talk. And not only that, talk it, we gotta walk it, you know. We gotta create programs that's gonna go into these places. A 16-year-old girl innocently walking home became the latest victim of New York City's spiraling gun crisis when she was slain Friday outside a South Bronx high school as she and two other teens were struck in the crossfire of a shooting by a brazen criminal. The 1.45 p.m. bloodshed, which came a week after an innocent 12-year-old was killed in a shooting in Brooklyn, left onlookers horrified and disgusted and wondering when the carnage would end. We are burying our future, and we don't even know. Amen. That's so sad, said the super of a building near the South Bronx Educational Campus, 
campus on East 156th Street, where Friday's shooting played out. The violence began when a man started gesturing to somebody across the street, pulled out a, out a gun, and started firing as the school kids walked nearby after class, said the NYPD Chief Timothy McCormick of the Bronx Detective Bureau. All of the three students were unattended targets, law enforcement sources said. The girl later identified a beautiful soul and straight-A student. And her name was Angele Yambo, was shot in the torso and is a student at the University Prep Charter High School, which is about a block away from the scene, sources said. The other teens, the other teens, hold on, this is an advertisement that just got in a way, man. This is sad. The other teens who were shot, a male and a female, are both 16-year-old who attend Mott Haven Village Preparatory High School and University Heights Secondary School, which is housed within the educational campus, the Department of Education said. They are expected to survive, thank God. Hector, an Uber Eats delivery driver, witnessed what led up to the shootings. I saw another individual coming down the hill on 156. That individual came down the hill and stood at the corner. He had the gun, he told the post. All they were doing was going back and forth saying, suck my dick, you fucking bitch, fuck you. You're going to get fucked up and all that nonsense. Hector got on his bike and left. But when he heard six shots, he made a U-turn and came back. By the time I came back, I saw the little girl literally on the door. She was already dead. It's crazy. They were giving her CPR, Hector recalled. Wow. They stopped because it was too late. She was dead. The building super said the mother of the slain girl who was struck in the torso arrived at the scene. The mother was screaming hysterically. You could imagine how this mother felt. Can you imagine how this mother felt seeing her child on that floor? Dead. It's just fucked up, man. It's, it's fucked up, man. The police was holding her back, he told the post. I felt her pain in her scream. There's nothing stronger than a mother's scream. And he then added, tearing up, we are burying our future and we don't even know. That's so sad, quote unquote. NYPD Commissioner Keechan decried the killing. A young woman with a bright future with two other teenagers was struck by bullets on the streets of the Bronx. Early in our investigation, it appears that the brazen criminals open fire during a dispute. What I can say with confidence is NYPD detectives will work tirelessly to bring those responsible for this to justice, she said said during a news briefing at the scene. McCormick said the suspect was standing on the southeast corner of East 156th Street and St. Anne's Avenue when he started gesturing to somebody across the street. The gentleman on the east side of the street pulls out a firearm and discharges his firearm in the westbound direction, the chief explained. The suspect, believed to be in his 20s, jumped into a vehicle and fled. 
harrowing videos taken from the scene shows police officers rapidly performing chest compressions on one of the victims who was splayed out in the street with blood pooling around her. Sad man. Another video appears to show one of the teens lying on the sidewalk and clutching her leg. The fatal shooting is just the latest in a string of incidents that have left children across the city dead or wounded this year from stray bullets. Last Thursday, 12-year-old Kay Lewin was killed when a stray bullet struck him in the head while he was sitting in a parked car with two relatives in Brooklyn. And on March 25, a three-year-old girl was hit while leaving her daycare, but miraculously survived. Just days earlier, a seven-year-old girl was brazed by a stray bullet while standing with her mother at a Coney Island intersection. And in January, a Bronx baby, just days away from her first birthday, was shot in the face while strapped into a car seat in her mother's vehicle. Children haven't been the only victims. On Monday evening around 7 p.m., 61-year-old Juana Esperanza Soranio de Poldomo was walking on East 188th Street near Grand Concourse when she was fatally struck by a straight bullet, cops said. On January 2nd, Jennifer Noah, 36, and her one-year-old pit bull blue were killed inside of a Brooklyn bodega after after the male cologne allegedly, allegedly opened fire on an intended target inside the store and missed. On Wednesday, the NYPD released new data for March that showed major crime across most categories, including shootings and felony assaults are up 36% in eclipsing pre-pandemic numbers. Shooting incidents spiked 16.2 in March, and as of Sunday, the NYPD has clocked 332 victims of gun violence, a 14.5 increase compared to the same period in 2021, an average rate of nearly four shootings per victims per day data show. Compared to pre-pandemic 2019 levels, shootings in March were up by 69%, while felony assaults jumped by 22.5%. I think the commissioner has been clear. She's not going to tolerate the violence that's going on in the Bronx and anywhere in the city of New York, McCormick said. Our borough commanders in each borough are deploying their resources appropriately and will defend the safety of all citizens in New York City. School Chancellor David Banks called the incident in a dis despicable act of violence. As a father of four children, I can only imagine the immense pain these families are going through today. These three children joined dozens of other students who have been victims of gun violence in our city this year, Banks said. I stand fully behind Major Adams as he works to rid our city of this violence, restore peace to our neighborhoods, and bring healing to the school community. A press secretary for Major Adams said he's been briefed on the situation. And that's the outcome of that story and it's sad man I want to play a little thing on Stop the Violence it's a clip and I hope you guys enjoy it Stop the Violence Project 
got a bunch of local artists coming together and kind of just doing good for the city. I want you to stop the violence. I need to put your hands up and represent your city. We're coming together with a bunch of artists for the Stop the Violence campaign, project, whatever have you. And uh, violence has undergone a long period of violence at different times. And right now, it's really starting to hit home with you. you know, there's a lot of things going on out here in the streets that we need to stop. And we all need to start with ourselves first. You know? So we got God, love, and unity. I'm here because there's been a lot of violence coming to my city. Very near and dear friends. And it's time to finish all this stuff. We need to get together, do something positive for our city. We're coming together for a project about, you know, stop the violence. Been losing a lot of friends lately to have day. So we're working on something to bring unity to the city. I'm here with all the artists from my city. Trying to do something for the city, you know what I'm saying? Stop the violence. Honestly, I'm doing this for my man's right here. I'm here because a few years back, my cousin was murdered. So it's time to stop the senseless violence. Came here to support, show love, ask to stop the violence. You know what I mean? Because ain't nothing like coming from the city and watching everybody come. If you're from the city, you know how it is. So that's where I'm contributing. And I hope my voice gets heard. I lost a lot of my friends through the violence, through the struggle in Orange. So I'm here to better it, man. Knowing that I was brought up and raised in the hood, and hopefully that you can change that state of mind for the rest of the young men. I'm here to make with the movement, stop the violence, Lawrence, about to take over, start something new. Through music as a medium, we're going to try to address some of those issues to spread the word to the young adults, to older adults, because violence doesn't discriminate. A lot of people that normally don't mess with each other come in to unite, show the city that we can't do this, give the city a little bit of positivity to look towards, instead of all the violence and all the negative stuff that's been going on in the past year. We started a process rolling on getting some music out there to, you know, change people's perspectives on what's happening with violence. Salute, thank you for everybody else who's part of it, and if you like it when it's done, we can stop the violence. Stop the violence. Stop the violence, kid. Yeah, so that's the stop the violence movement because that's what we need to do is stop the violence because everybody's transgressing and we just need to chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Just got to relax. Stop playing games with your freedom. Stop playing games with the lives of others. That is just not the way to go. Find somewhere you can go that's productive, that's conducive, that's going to help better you, not fuck the community up because we don't need no more of that. We need to stop the violence because that's... We need to do that because people are losing their life. Children are dying. Innocent people are getting hit. It's just too much going on. And it's just it's just shameless because, you know, we don't want to be in a situation. I'm talking from both ends. It's just that's we're just so love, man. Love, man. Peace, happiness, man. That's all we need. Love. We need more love in the world, man. 
That's what we need, man. So that's how I'm ending my podcast. I hope you guys like it. I would like to say thanks to everyone who is listening to my podcast. Thanks to everyone and the organization that's helped me change my perspective in life. A quick shout out to Osborne, AVP, Pace, Defy, Network, NYU's Prison Education Program, Drive for Life Prison Project. And remember, no one wants to do time, but we all need time. Good night, peace and blessings, and I'm out of here.